This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Time to talk a little bit about the controversy that's been unfolding the last number of days. The Vancouver Pride Society withdrawing UBC's invitation to participate in the annual Pride Parade. There's been sort of a a domino effect or... more like a landslide effect on this topic. It's gotten way off course. And we want to bring it back to the root of this. And and in order to do it, um, I'm connecting with a, with a gentleman who I met a number of years ago. He was actually a caller on a radio program that I was hosting um, on the topic of SOGI 123, which is um, the educational tool to teach inclusivity to students of all ages. But like all the way to elementary school to students. I have an 11-year-old. I love that he is learning SOGI123, but there are people who are harshly against this. And I had a guest on about it. It was all about Barry Newfeld and Chilliwack and, you know, just really out there posts on Facebook. And, and, and Brad Dirks was one of the callers. And he was such a great caller that the next day I had him on as a guest. And we've, full disclosure, become friends, basically, social media and to chat with and kind of a touchstone when it comes to talking about advocating on behalf of specifically kids in the LGBTQ2 plus community. Uh, Brad joins me on the phone right now. You're, you, you've got a transgender son and you, yes, advo- you advocate on his behalf, ongoing and and passionately so, but you kind of find yourself a bit in the center of a storm here, don't you? Um, I do, yeah. Um, to, just to be clear and transparent up front, that I always speak from the perspective of a parent of a transcendence, and I don't speak for or on behalf of the LGBTQT community. Um, so I just want to make that clear. But um, as a parent of a transcend who obviously is underage and, and obviously not able and willing to speak up, that's what parents do, right? Yes. So that's what I've been doing for the last couple of years. And you've been doing so in such a, uh, such a strong and respectful way until you are attacked by people who just can't handle how your family works. Your family actually works and works well. You've been called all kinds of names. Like, I follow you on Twitter. I see the trolls coming at you. I see your Facebook page. And sometimes I do reach out to you by DM and go, don't feed the trolls, Brad, because they're trying to get a rise out of you. But with regard to what we're seeing happening out at, uh, with UBC and the space there being rented to Jen Smith, the history of Jen Smith, his history, um, is one that is just sort of coming to light for many of us. For many listeners, they're like, I know something about the Pride Society withdrawing the invite to UBC. What's that about? Um, but you actually have quite a history with Jen Smith. Can you give a little bit of a synopsis of who he is? Well, I've never met the person. Um, I went to the UBC rally. Um, I was there. Um, I, I don't recall ever being to a Jen Smith event before, but apparently I, I, I was at one in Surrey. I thought it was a different speaker because I tend to go to a lot of these things when these types of uh, events that are spreading misinformation occur. So I'm, I'm always willing to drop whatever I'm doing in my personal life and attend these things. So I've just been following what this person says and spreads on social media and he he goes by he he generally um, tends to talk about kids a lot. So he's always spreading information about the medical system and how trans kids are being exploited by big pharmaceutical companies and and all these things. And that and and the misinformation being spread um, um, is dangerous in my opinion because there it's getting spread to the average person in, in the public and it 
stigmatizes our family, stigmatizes and shames families like ours when actual credible peer-reviewed information isn't being spread. Right. I mean, the, the standards of care and best practices that are well-established with, you know, the Canadian and the worldwide medical, pediatric, and psychiatric community are all very clear on, on this. But yet, that information isn't what's being spread. So it's, it's basically prompted me to continually um, stand up and speak out about this. So when you say, Brad, when you say Jen Smith goes by he... Is Jen Smith a trans man, a trans woman? You know what? I, I, I would never disrespect anybody by telling them that how they identify is wrong or incorrect. No, no, but I just, just I, for general I really public, know. I don't know either. And that's just yeah. it. So, so somebody named Jen Smith who has a, a message wanting to be delivered. And I kind of, when, when I dig deep in this, I, I kind of look at it sort of as the anti-vaxxer kind of movement because what some right. of the things that I've read and heard, I've never seen him speak, but I've definitely seen posts on social media. And I'm thinking, why right. are you so mad at Brad's family? Like, why can't Brad's family just be Brad's family? And everybody who lives differently than you do, Jen, like, why why so mad? You know what? I don't know. And when when people like me or, or organizations out there that are kind of supportive of, of trans kids and whatnot stand up and call it hate speech, um, they deny it. But yet they they have a lifetime ban on Twitter for hate speech. Um, you know, every pretty much every venue out there that you can rent it won't rent to this person because of the, the content of the presentation, um, including Trinity Western University and Douglas College. Um, so they wouldn't rent. That, they wouldn't rent it out. They won't. Right, no. but UBC so, did. Yeah, UBC did right. um, under the. They said it was basically freedom of expression, which, you know, when you rent, when if if somebody was to say a horrible, terrible, hateful thing to an individual, that's not hate speech. But when somebody rents a stage and purposely and intentionally spreads misinformation that puts groups of marginalized people in harm's way or discriminates against them or spreads information that you know can make them even more marginalized or you know at risk. To me, that's hate speech, and that's clearly defined um, under the Human Rights Act. So there are there are both sides to this in in terms of it being hate speech or just hateful um, presentations, whatever you want to call it. But it's certainly, Vancouver Pride Society has a right to hold UBC to account for renting out that space to Jen Smith, and that being something that Vancouver Pride Society d- disagrees with. I was speaking with Sarah Hyde, uh, one of our producers, um, on her opinion as a, as part of the LGBTQ community, and and she said, you know what, Vancouver Pride started. As a protest. So if Vancouver Pride wants to protest what UBC is doing corporately, then so be it. The, the fact that I, one of the nuances that I didn't realize is that the UBC Pride group is invited to the Pride Society. So it's not all of UBC and anybody associated with UBC is being punished here. It's just corporately speaking. It's like saying that Bank X can't have a float in the parade. You're not coming in. That's right. You know, so just to just to boil it down to what it is, because there's a lot of misinformation flying around. So that's one of the reasons we wanted to have you on here today, Brad. I appreciate it. I do too. And good luck to you. And we'll follow along on your story. And if there are any updates, because I understand that this has gotten uh, like a moth close to fire with how the heat is coming at you. And I hope it calms down a bit for you. You deserve to enjoy your summer with your family. Thank you. All right. Have a good day, and thank you for making you yourself available. Brad Dirks, father of a transgender son and uh, an LGBTQ advocate based in Langley and a friend of the program.